Buddy Podcast, episode 22, Clyde Drexler episode. I'm JW, yeah. and this is Nate. Hey, Clyde Drexler, Blazers legend, number 22. Clyde the Glide. Love it. Love that man. Gosh. Smith's Home Furnishings spokesman when he was a Portland Trailblazer. Those were the days. You know who else is number 22? Well, let me think. Uh, I don't know. Who is no- else is number 22? Clayton Kershaw. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. It feels so good. It just feels so good. Him and Clyde, same number. Same initials, too. Who? Same initials, too. Whoa. What? <laughs> Clyde Drexler. <laughs> uh, you got me. Dang it. You got me. It's okay. You know, it's all right. I was thinking, everybody gives this so much they just all the time they just i hear people ripping on this thing and i have to say this one issue i i i have to say once and for all that i like times new roman font i don't think it's boring i think it's a good font oh you know that's a bold statement i mean it's just so pedestrian it's the default you know you know i just i just feel like i'm overdoing it every time i try to switch font what am i going to use paladino give me a fucking break (laughs) so times new roman that's an it's a nice serif uh font and uh i definitely prefer a serif font you're you're a serif kind of guy on my website i use a serif for the main text and a sans for the uh title text i would Uh, i don't know why I'd want, if I could, I mean, I guess there probably is fonts and uh, our listeners, if they are into fonts at all, they can email us at show at buddypodcast.com um, and tell me what I'm looking for. What I'm looking for in a font is it's times, something Times New Roman, like it's not too flashy, but maybe a little thicker, just a tiny bit thicker stroke and a little bit, just the tiniest bit wider. You know, just a little bit wider and not so, you know, you know, just not uh, marginalized by most of the culture that we that we live in. Okay, I happen to know for a fact that we have one listener who has a professional interest in fonts. My old man. So, oh, really? From him, I have a feeling. Oh, all right. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Speaking of ex Blazers, Steve Smith. Yeah, (laughs) that's right. Yeah, I like your dad a lot. He's a blues man. He likes the blues. He does. We can bond over that. Good stuff. He's a good guy. Yep. Shout out. Hey, Dad. Thanks for listening. Yep. Anyway. Anyways. uh, Yeah. So Times New Roman. No, I'm just gonna say you suck, and uh, I don't respect your opinion. And you know what else? I was making a list today, like a camping list or a backpacking list for for packing. And you know what font I used? It was a list, so I didn't use Times New Roman. I used Helvetica. That's okay. That's okay. I'm a Helvetica Times New Roman guy. Well, Helvetica is actually, at one point, was considered a premium font. Well, now it's everywhere. Now, now it's passe. Yeah. So I think uh, government institutions, when I see it, for sure. <laughs> yeah. This is an official-looking document. This is a real document. This is even a Swiss government document. I used the uh, the the square bullet point next to the 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 items on my list, but the square with the thicker black line on the right side and the bottom side, so it looks like that box is is embossed into the paper. It's an it's an <laughs> illusion. <laughs> wow, I didn't even think about that kind of level detail oh when don't make it back in list, hey so. man i even we had different categories like clothing and kitchen you know what i did with those different colors babe all right that's right hey so i i got a story for you all right what's up and uh i'm pretty sure this this uh, won't apply to you because i don't think you can do it but uh oregonian headline here have you seen the man bun pants thief <laughs> man bun pants thief Portland police are looking for a man they describe as the, quote, man bun pants thief, unquote, because, well, he has a man bun and he allegedly stole some pants. (laughs) (laughs) Portland police's official Can You ID Me site called him the man bun and 
uh, it said note the man bun. So officially, like man bun is in the official police vocabulary here in Portland because apparently the police are having enough encounters with gentlemen with this certain hairstyle that they they know about it. The cops know about the man bun and they're using it in their official documentation. So watch out, man bun pants thief. We're gonna get you. Well, now that they know about the man bun, then it's really not cool anymore. I know. The cops know about it. It's over. Guys are just all over Portland tonight. Guys are chopping them off. I'm growing out my hair right now. The only reason I was doing it is to get a man bun. See, that's what I'm just, I was saying before. I don't think you can do it with that hair. I don't think it would work. I can do it. I'm, as I get old, I, my hair, uh, you guys out there cannot see my face when you're listening to this. That's how podcasts yeah. work. But... um. If there was a picture of me from high school with longer hair, I had very curly hair. You know, very, very, very curly hair. Like, it was so curly that in the pool, when I would come up, it would still be curly. It wouldn't be flattened down. That's crazy. Yeah, that was weird. It's crazy, it right? It had a mind of its own. Yeah. But uh, not anymore. As I've gotten older, it's uh, relaxed a lot. And now I can, now it's uh, almost down to my chin. I'm going to get it down. I figure if I'm making music and making money making music i might as well have the long hair it's like do you remember when we had that competition in high school to see who could go the longest without a haircut yeah you have a good head of hair man yeah i don't know if it looks so good anymore now because my hairline is is retreating faster than than france but uh <laughs> it's going it's going it's uh well actually i'll say i say it's more of a dunkirk retreat like it's it's a fast retreat but it's a strategic <laughs> retreat you know <laughs> That's what I'm going to call it. Dunkirk. The British Dunkirk. You're not embarrassing uh, yourself. Just like that. Hey, man. Like, uh, lots of women find that virile. I I hope so. I mean, it doesn't matter. I've already, you know. You know. already doing okay. I didn't think that I would mind it. And, uh, but, like, when I, when I started growing my hair out, I couldn't, like, you know, I was, it had, it got to the point where I couldn't, like, I'd have to just let it flop down a little bit. And so there was, sometimes there'll be a part kind of in my hair. And Lizanne was like, oh, ha, 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 it looks like a bald spot. And she was joking, <laughs> oh. but I, like, freaked out. I was like, oh, my God, are you are you serious? Does this look, no, 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 no. You tell me if it was, if it really looked like it, right? And I totally, <laughs> I did not expect that reaction to happen. Um, I just learned today that... uh this is kind of on topics when talking about getting older and your hair changing. I just realized uh-huh. today that your uh, your pubes also get gray. I did not know this, and I, that kind of freaks me out. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why, because I really am looking forward to having a gray beard and a gray head of hair. Like, that's fine. I'm I'm psyched on it. I already have, like, a peppered beard a little bit. But gray pubes freaks yeah. me out, man. I don't know what is that, was that weird. <laughs> I mean, they have get uh, uh, dick hair club for men or something. I don't know. <laughs> I'm sure it's been done. I'm sure it's been done. Can you imagine? Yeah, you know. So I had a moment of realization probably seven or eight years ago. It's it's just a weird moment, but I'll never forget it. I happened to be driving in the car, and I looked up in the rearview mirror. And it was positioned kind of funny and I could see myself in it, but it was had just cropped off the top of my head. So it was like my forehead looked really huge and the, the right where my my hair would start, the line was cut off. And I looked at myself, I'm like, I look like a bald man and this is what I'm going to look like someday. <laughs> you saw and into your like, future. I know. And I just like, I just had a moment of acceptance. I was like, this is it. I'm okay. It's going to be fine. So <laughs> Well, that's good that you've accepted it. Um yeah. Yeah. I mean, are you balding or you're not balding? Is your uh is the retreat yeah. coming from the front or is it coming from the back? Are the generals the leaving is or is it are the, the retreat is from the front that's luck and I good. have no upper bald spotle area. That's lucky. Yet. That's lucky. So I'm doing I'm doing okay. I'm doing okay on that front. And I've gotten a nice little bit of gray coming in on the temples, so that's going to, you know. Dude, I love hey, I love the gray nice. hair on the head. It's good. It's good. It's good stuff. Yeah. It's good. So um, I got one more thing I wanted to share, and it's kind of obscure. It has to do with video games. And there was this big title that came out recently. It's called No Man's Sky. I, I heard about this. I heard, like, people are <laughs> upset game. about it for some reason. People are upset because um, what was delivered was very different from how the developers, in particular this one developer, talked it up. 
and people had a totally different conception of what the game is going to be like and they started playing it and they got mad and it's funny but uh i am gonna put something in the show notes there's a uh a satire video about this whole situation called new disappointment discovered. And I'm just like, whoever made this video, this guy has elevated ironic and hilarious criticism of a video game to like a high, it's a high art form. And I just love it. Is it long? Anyway, is it a long video? It's like, it's like a 12 minute video or something like that. So, you know, if you, if you're not, that's if you're not willing to think about No Man's Sky for that long, <laughs> then that's fine. But I, I found it so funny. I've actually watched it twice. And uh, they basically go through and show the developers saying all these things. And then, like, I mean, the, the, maybe the central point is he said it's going to be a huge galaxy. There's 18 quintillion planets or stars or something. And he said it's multiplayer. That, well, that was the original thing. <laughs> multiplayer. Said, it's multiplayer. That's quite a, a deviation if it wasn't yeah and so then eventually it was like no it's not multiplayer uh they eventually came out like on launch day they said it's not he said it's not really if you want a multiplayer experience it's not for you and sure enough um two guys showed up on the same planet which they basically said could never happen but it happened the first day (laughs) two guys show up on the same planet and they can't see each other and their day night cycle wasn't even synchronized (laughs) so it's very clearly like not in the same realm or whatever so funny you know because he kept saying well it was infinitesimal chance that you could ever actually encounter someone else in this vast galaxy first day (laughs) (laughs) so they discover it but my favorite part of this whole video and they they expose this is there's a moment people who bought the boxed version either for pc like special edition or i think the ps4 they actually put they found there's a sticker on it over like the game rating section and part of what the sticker covered up was they removed the thing that said it had online play <laughs> so they actually originally printed the box and then covered it up with a sticker to get rid of the online play thing oh my gosh like, oh my god it was incredible is the game so any good have you storm. played it yet? I, there may be like a class action lawsuit or something i don't wow. know if anyone's ever like sued a game de- developer for a game sucking but this might happen is but. it bad is it an actually bad game or is he just yeah it is kind of a bad game so one there's technical problems which you know that happens but uh two people had um uh expectations betrayed it was a 60 dollar game and people pre-ordered it but number three, the main criticism I'm getting is it's boring. So, like, there's this general, there's, like, this giant, you know, procedurally generated galaxy with 18 quintillion planets, and there's nothing to do. Yeah. <laughs> That's the problem. It's like the old joke about, you got 500 channels on cable, nothing to watch. <laughs> you got 18 quintillion planets, nothing to do. Well, it's just like so space. That's the thing. No Man's Sky. I just, it's too bad. I feel bad for those guys. They're probably, uh, they're probably cranky, yeah. the people who made the game, so... Well, you know, um, I was watching uh, the Olympics. I'm still watching them because if you uh, use a VPN and you tell the CBC that you are from Toronto, (laughs) Uh um, you can still watch all the Olympic events without without any commercials. It's just like the events. So I've been watching a lot of the ones that I want to see. And I I watched the uh, men's... uh, um, individual all around and team gymnastics, man, gymnastics. That's some sexist shit right there, man. Why? I don't understand. Why do the women have to dance to music? Women, men just get to do the tricks. You know, they're just going to do the tricks. Yeah. They don't need to dance, but also the big thing was, and I, it's institutional. I don't think there's no rule, but like, you know, when they, they land the trick and um, they present themselves to the judges or whatever, you know. Mm-hmm. The women always arch their back really grotesquely, and that's always that's something somebody else can talk about. But like, they arch <laughs> their backs and then they smile and then they like bottle up all their emotion and then walk to the side. And the men, they some most of the time they don't even present themselves to the judges. They just they land the trick and then they're like. <laughs> you know, like lift their arms up and then they like and just walk away. I'm like, man, I've never seen a women's gymnast um like land a trick and just go. <laughs> How awesome would that would that be? Gabby Douglas, that like, would be pretty cool. Just like, I didn't put my hand on my goddamn chest during the 
National Anthem, who gives a shit? <laughs> Just let it go, Gabby. She should have saluted. Like, that would be funny. It's like, what would people still get mad at her if she, like, she messed up by not putting her hand over her heart, but she saluted the flag? <laughs> yeah. So, uh, speaking of the flag, did you see this video? Like, some U.S. pole vaulter, like, was about, he was running up to a pole vault. He heard the national anthem start and he stopped lays down his his pole and like stands at attention and i'm like some people are like all excited because he's so patriotic and such a dedicated just soldier <laughs> and then i'm like now the enemy knows all they have to do when they're attacking a u.s installation <laughs> is put the star spangled banner on loudspeakers yes everyone's gonna have to stand at attention we're very no matter what they're doing even if they're in the olympics pole vaulting or guarding the base they're gonna have to stand at attention you just walk in there and you take the place we're a very a very well-trained military now the only pole vaulting thing i saw was the guy who uh knocked the pole off with his dick you saw that one right (laughs) that was really really funny (laughs) (laughs) that poor guy Man, that was funny. <laughs> Did you see like the screenshots, the slow mo? Oh on that? yeah, it's like it's just <laughs> oh, like the best. <laughs> it's like oh, all right. <laughs> what a time to be alive! Because if that happened, like say ninety two, like we would have had no idea. I'm gonna. You wouldn't have been able to make that out on the TV. You'd be like, oh darn, he knocked the pole down. Oh well. I'm gonna Google but search. Now we know the whole story. I'm Google search- searching Dick Pole Vault right now. <laughs> First thing that comes up. <laughs> pole Vault hits the dick. Number one. <laughs> Here you go. Pole Vault hits the dick. Oh shit! It's like a <laughs> compilation. Are you voice searching that? I, I I am searching it, yes. With your voice? Or are you typing it? I was I actually typed it in. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Cause what's funny is when you do a voice search on Google it actually saves the sound click uh-huh. clip and you can play it back later. So someday, you know, if you do that as a voice search and then someday you'll you'll review it and you'll be like, Wow, why was I searching for that? It'll be great. <laughs> It'll be a little Easter egg for yourself someday. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, well, you know, I don't know, man. The Olympics are over, but you're still living them, so that's cool. Did you notice how America just destroyed everyone in the medal count? It wasn't even close. Yeah, I didn't. I did. I kind of. I was. Uh, what was it? Uh, Great Britain was was up there, weren't they? Yeah, they're number two in China, and I'm like, come on, guys. That's not bad. Remember 2008 when it was like a slugfest between us and China? Yeah, whatever happened to Russia, man? Well, they, they banned chunk of their athletes from the track and field stuff for one yeah that's true but uh well the, i don't know times aren't so great they're not the ussr anymore either i i, I saw yeah. the men's uh there's a really good ukrainian men's gymnast i guess and uh their team isn't very good but I, every time i saw the ukrainian team i was like uh you know russia's there too <laughs> Russia's half the team yeah. is cool with Russia, and the other half is not. Yeah. Did you oh. do you know Putin? Do you know about uh, Eurovision? Do you know about this? Yeah, the song contest. Yeah, yeah, thing? yeah, yeah. I just found out about this like a few years ago. But you, you, you uh-huh. saw the one that Russia did like a year ago or so. Um, their performance was these two blonde twins singing about how. Uh, they're long lost twins, and then they they come out and their hair is braided together. You know, <laughs> it's like totally this thing that's about them in Ukraine. Like they need to be reunited, and that they're the same oh, person. Gosh. Yes, wow. like ridiculous. Golly. Yeah, yeah. We'll put that in this in the show links. Yeah. No, I I found out about Eurovision because the Epic Sax Man. Oh yeah, yeah. You've seen this video, the guy who's like wearing the white Ray Ban Ray Bands and and uh, rocking the alto sax. Oh wait, Incredible. no, 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 no. I've I I found out about that one transgender person that won. Oh, okay. Yeah. I I don't know. Anyway, are you talking about Bill Eurovision. Bill Clinton, the sax man? No, gosh. Just Google Epic Sax Man right now. Just do it and turn on the sound. Sound. We're gonna have a moment. All right, Epic Sax Man. <laughs> Epic sex guy, 10 hours. Wow. Yeah, turn it on. We'll just leave it in the background of the whole show. <laughs> Wait. Oh, there we go. 
No. <laughs> it's beautiful. Anyway. Wow. Ten hours. Ten hours yeah. of that. No. I, I have a couple times at work turned on one of those ten hour videos and just left it on all day. <laughs> That's funny. It's just it's good clean fun, man. Just how to Drive your coworkers nuts. Anyway, uh, that's that. I don't know. What are we even talking about anymore? Well, I want to list. I want to see this penis disqualifies Olympic pole vaulter. <laughs> now that I got my sound working, let's see here. Let's... Do they mic up the the, oh, the no, crossbar it's... so you can hear the impact? What was that? Do they mic up the crossbar so you can hear the impact? I hope so. <laughs> the headlines are so funny. Pole pole hits owner's penis. Owners. <laughs> Japanese pole vaulter's Olympic dream crushed because of penis. <laughs> That's from the Daily Mail. Competitor suffers unfortunate penis accident during Olympic pole vault. <laughs> Hiroki Ogita suffers unfortunate dick accident during the Olympics. <laughs> oh, shit. Well-endowed pole vaulter suffers unfortunate Olympic accident. Oh shit! That's so funny. <laughs> Which one? Huh? That Let's poor see. Guy. I think I like Japanese pole vaulters Olympic dream crushed <laughs> because of penis. <laughs> uh, man, gosh. So, uh, do you think he like? I mean, like, cause he he knows what happened, and then like he got back to you know the village that night, and then he was like. Oh, oh no. Everyone else knows too. <laughs> yeah, I know. Every again, the whole world. The whole world. The entire world saw that in 4K. Oh, oh my gosh. This YouTube video, it had like a fade in, you know, like, and it says Japanese pole vaulter Hiroki Igita suffered agonizing end to Olympics. The 28 year old athlete's own penis knocked the bar off of his jump. He was trying to clear a height of 5.3 meters in qualifiers when disaster struck. Who writes this? Goddamn YouTube! What? Why would anybody... Like, the fade-in is 13, 15 seconds long. No well, sound, though. Just sound. I'm just... I like that it's like, uh, <laughs> knocked it with his own penis as opposed to... Somebody else's? <laughs> oh, my God. Pole vault dick fail. <laughs> so many, and none of them have the sound. What the hell? It's too bad. It is very unfortunate. A rough situation. Yeah. Here we go. There he goes. His shin hits it, but it's still hanging in there until Shaw. Wang, wang, wang. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and watch one more time. Boom. <laughs> watch one more time. All right. That's enough of that. All right. I was totally right. worth it, though, just to see all those headlines again. I love a good headline, let me tell you. It's been some good ones. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, we had something that we were going to talk about today. <laughs> not just, it's not going to be all dick and fart jokes tonight, folks. <laughs> no. It's going to be serious business because we're going to finally talk about Hillary. (laughs) Speaking of enlarging penises in emails, let's talk about Uh, Hillary Clinton. (laughs) Yeah. Or wait, no, does that joke make make any sense? Do you you understand that joke, the parallel I was trying to pull or draw between, uh, you know, junk mail and email scandals? Didn't get it till now, but uh, yeah. Yeah, I got well, it. Well, they can't so, all be winners. Uh, they, that one didn't. That thanks. one didn't land. All right. It was a good bad one. Yeah, yeah. Eh. So that's okay. Oh, I, yeah. So Hillary Clinton, uh, we're gonna have to talk about. We're gonna have to have a talk yeah. about Hillary Clinton. So here because uh, there's some new. There's new news, and there's the old news, and there's there's a lot of Hillaryness out there. What's the new so, news? Two new stories. Two. Uh, number one, the FBI undeleted an additional almost 15,000 emails from the server, which, which Hil- are they're going to review for release. Which Hillary just says that's her personal emails. Yeah, she didn't release them because they weren't work-related. Yeah, 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 basically. So the question there is, were they... 
legitimately personal or were they deleted uh, through some sort of malfeasance to cover up something bad? How did, sh- so how did they get them? How did they even get them? Well, so <laughs> it's pretty obvious, and I've been asking this question from the beginning, but I believe how they got them was, so whenever you send an email, someone else gets it. And so even if it's deleted from your server, she sent a bunch of emails to people elsewhere, including at the State Department. Yeah. So all you have to do is look in other people's email archives to see her emails from the past. I'm like, this is not rocket science here, people. Like, yeah, it should okay. not be difficult to find these things. So apparently they finally did Cause that. Because I thought that maybe that's where some controversy was because she got in touch with all the people on the other end of the line and got them to delete the emails too. And I was like, oh, oh no. That's not good, Hillary. Well, maybe. I don't, I don't but know. I guess I don't. she didn't. I guess I mean, she if didn't. They're, depending on what kind of archival system they're using, like once it's in there, you can't delete it. Yeah. It's just, it's, it's there. I mean, Colin so. Powell was using AOL when he was, Gosh. AOL. I can't even believe this because there's this spy mystique about, you know, like, and the State Department goes hand in glove with foreign intelligence operations. Like it's an open secret that they host CIA operatives in their embassies all over the world. And they're intimately involved with all this stuff. The secretary of the state is the head of the department. They are third in line for the presidency, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Super important person. They put a computer connected to AOL in Colin Powell's office. I'm just like, who approved this? Like, how stupid could you be? It's because they're old. It's because they're old. That's what I was thinking. How old is Hillary now? 69? She's not. She's 70. She's 70. Yeah, it's like, okay. 68 or something, I don't know. Last week, if you listened to our show, (laughs) you will remember (laughs) that we had a conversation with a woman who is also 70. 70. A genuine old person. A genuine baby boomer right there in the flesh and just could not handle this computer problem she was having. I... Why would anybody expect her to know what she's doing or Colin Powell to think, oh, yeah, well, that's totally fine. No, don't use that. (laughs) I know. I mean, like, have you ever had a job where on your first day they were like, oh, hey, 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 uh, go ahead and set up your own server for email. You know, don't use a a (laughs) web-based email. Set up your own. It's just like, oh, I have no experience doing that. Why isn't the person who set this up being blamed? Yeah, I I definitely think there's a lot of issues. Like, there's no way she went four years without someone with a brain realizing that she was using an external address. It's not that hard to figure out. Unless those people, she wasn't emailing those people, right? Well, maybe. I don't know. It just seems unlikely. The whole thing's goofy. And so, so okay, we got to keep our scandal straight here. Okay, so there's the fact that she had the external email server. And and why? That's a scandal. There's the DNC email leak, which is related but not directly concerning her, but basically pointing out how it looks like the Democratic Party just wanted her to win instead of Bernie, so it didn't look like a clean primary. Mm-hmm. And then uh, there's the other thing, which is some new emails that got uh, discovered of her personal assistant, uh uh, Huma Abedin, is that how you say it? I don't know. Let's see. I'm gonna Google Huma Abedin. So okay, so she they discovered a bunch of her emails, and what they found out was all these people who donated to the Clinton Foundation um, got to talk, or at least asked to talk to Secretary Clinton. So that's the other new scandal that's fresh, mm-hmm. and that one's kind of lame. I'm gonna say it's kind of lame because. Basically, what they say is, okay, these people gave money to the Clinton Family Foundation, and then they, at some point subsequent to that, contacted the Secretary of State's office for something. But then, like in the Washington Post article, which I'll link on this question, they said, well, most people didn't actually get what they're asking for unless they're asking for a meeting. (laughs) So you're (laughs) like, oh, so it didn't actually work. (laughs) Yeah. And then, like, they don't, like, have the smoking gun connection between, like, like, it'd be really obvious if someone asked something, they said no, they gave money, and then they came back and said yes, like, they'll be like, oh my gosh, that's, you know, what the heck. But they don't have that, 
And then the other thing is, like, what, the one smoking gun they have in the Washington Post article is, like, the Crown Prince of Bahrain asked for a meeting, and he had donated, and she gave him the meeting. I'm like, it's the Crown Prince of Bahrain. He's a foreign leader. Yeah. She's the Secretary of State. <laughs> like, is she going to say, oh, no, you donated money of. to my foundation, so... I'm sorry, we can't meet your highness. Yeah, exactly. So, like, the the whole thing is, it, yeah, like, the Secretary of State meets with foreign leaders. That's the job. And so the other problem with this whole scandal is, like, okay, so she did some things that actually maybe aren't that unusual. The other thing is, like, she doesn't get money from the Clinton Foundation. No. And Bill and Bill and Chelsea, who are on the board of directors, also don't get paid. And I can provide the link for their 2014 um, Form 990 statement, which is for charities. They don't get money from the f- foundation. So the other side is for the who benefits side is like, I guess they're saying she's trading influence in return for giving money to their charity. So it will make the Clintons look better, I guess. And so I'm like, this doesn't make sense. Like. No. The scandal doesn't add up. <laughs> no. And I feel like... No, I would say I don't think it's a good idea for uh, them to have this foundation. Like, and But that gets to another issue that I do want to talk about her. Uh, namely that like I don't think it's appropriate for the spouse of a former president to be president. What, is, what does the and foundation do? They're just a charity. They give money to like development projects or whatever, like... It's just run of the mill thing. Lots of celebrities have foundations yeah. as a way to, you know. Yeah, and they've had it for a raise while. Raise money, give away money, etc. Mm-hmm. They're a pretty big one. They have like hundreds of millions of dollars of revenue and spending per year. Oh so. yeah, I mean like but, they do all the work that Bill, you know. Yeah, it's like basically what Bill wanted to do after being president. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I get it. It looks it looks stinky because these people donated and then they met with her, but like. <laughs> like the other shoe didn't drop like she then didn't get a ton of money that they gave to the Clinton Foundation and they can't really show that those people had an undue influence based on their donations so it just looks stinky which is fine like I get it like that's no good but they need to come up with something a little bit more solid to explain um, the the scandal for example Bill Clinton Monica Lewinsky, the scandal was he cheated on his wife in the Oval Office. And that can fit in a tweet, and everyone gets what's going on with that. <laughs> yeah. Like, the Hillary thing is like, you can't, it's too complex, and it's not real convincing. So I'm like, gosh, this looks kind of bad, I guess, but not really. Yeah, but that's what <laughs> kind of been the GOP's strategy, or at least Donald Trump's st- strategy this whole election, is just, just kind of throw stuff up there and hope that the uh, memory of something that might have happened sticks in these people's brains. That's all they need. They are pe- People really hate Hillary. I don't know why people hate her so much. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. Um, there's also the fact that Republicans have a kind of a weird obsession with defeating Hillary Clinton. Yeah. Like that defies reason. Like I don't, I don't get it. It's like, uh, to, to steal a quote from, uh, Lord of the Rings. It's like the Republican party is an army bred for one purpose, the destruction of Hillary Clinton. I know. (laughs) That's what they're for. And that's what they've been focused on. And even in 2008, when the democratic primary was still going on, it wasn't clear if Clinton or Obama was going to win. The Republicans at the time were saying, you got to vote for me because I'm the one who's going to beat Hillary. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, really? That's all that matters? You got to beat Hillary I don't, no matter what? I feel, people have hated crazy. her from day one, too. They thought like, oh, that's not first lady like to go ahead and fight for all these issues. Like you should just be baking cakes and, you know. Yeah. So I, I actually Googled earlier today, why do people hate Hillary Clinton? There's a lot of articles on that. And the best one I found was in Slate, where they actually, it's kind of in-depth, and they interview people, and they, they bring out the various angles of dislike. You know, she's dishonest, she's she's elitist, she's uh, she's uh, so morally superior, blah, 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 all this stuff. All buzzwords. Um, you know. Well, and, and what's weird is they say, 
in the 90s people didn't like her because she seemed like she was self-righteous but now people don't like her because she's too pragmatic and sells out (laughs) or flip-flops too much so that all we know is people don't like her and maybe the reasons have changed quite a bit she compromises i was thinking if you could take the power of people's dislike for hillary clinton that animating influence and you could channel it and use it to cure cancer or give us, you know, clean energy forever. Just imagine what we could achieve as humanity. <laughs> yeah. Like you've never had so many people united on an opinion in anything in U.S. history except this one thing. It's crazy. It seems it's suspicious. Incredible. It seems like. Well, yeah. Well, so another thing I looked at was a website question answering, uh, asking and answering website called Quora. And I love Quora, said, by the way. I'm sorry to interrupt. Hate, that's a question on on Quora. Why do people hate Hillary Clinton? And several of the responses were like, well, there's probably some sexism or misogyny in there, yeah. which I think is probably, you know, part of the story. People aren't comfortable with the idea of a woman being president. There is a similar um, taste to the birther people, you know, and the crazy like, oh, I'm against Obama, Obamacare no matter what. I'm going to make sure all these people don't have Obamacare or don't have health care just to show how much I hate this. You know, yeah, there's a yeah. similar flavor to their venom. Yeah. So, I mean, and I, there's plenty to not like about politicians, but like. What's so weird is like, and maybe some people are more idealistic than me, but like to, to complain about a politician by saying they lie sometimes is like, that's like dog bites, man. (laughs) Yeah. There are no politicians who don't lie sometimes like that's what they do. Yeah. And like, unfortunately the truth is it's effective to lie. It works best in our system to lie in certain instances. And you're rewarded for it. So it's not surprising at all that they do it. And like, if you wish it wasn't true, I think everyone does. But like saying someone lies is not interesting to me. No. But like other things come up. It's like, okay, should we have the spouse of a former president be president? Now, Republicans aren't willing to talk about this because we recently had the son of a former president be president. Mm -hmm. And like, that's, you know, like. If you look at the idea, the basic idea of a republic and, you know, not only the founding of our country, but all republics, the idea that power, political power is an office. It's not a family lineage. And the idea that if you consolidate power, that's dangerous to the republic, right? Like it's not a good idea to have a family or two that the presidency like bounces back and forth between. So, but they won't talk about that. No one ever talks about that, except I think Bernie talked about it a little bit a couple times. Well, like, yeah. we will not have an oligarchy, <laughs> Bernie. Well, I know, and I mean, like, but, I mean, well, yeah, because obviously they have the Bushes and um, the Bushes uh, and the Clintons, the Clintons, and, the and Bushes. I don't know if Ronnie Jr. would ever run for office, but they sure ask him like to channel what his dad might think every election. Um, oh yeah, yeah we, we need a Reagan back. Just anyone who. Yeah. Has an R if his last name starts with an R. Yeah. Or he kind of looks like Ronald Reagan. I understand what here. you mean, but I mean, like, it seems like with couple, maybe, I'm, I mean, I, I just from an out, I, I'm just guessing maybe this is maybe one. Okay. So do they really seem like that close? I mean, they have the photo ops of them and their grandkids and stuff, but they're both pretty busy people. I, I don't know. Maybe it doesn't matter how like much they go out on dates, you know, but they definitely no, don't seem I like, Bar- yeah, they don't I mean, seem like Barack and Michelle. You well, know? in starting in 2000, she left the campaign for Senate in uh, New York. And so, you know, Bill was in Washington. She was in New York. And then yeah. they flip flop because Bill moved to New York to start the foundation and she went to work in Washington. Yeah. Right. And so they've, you know, they certainly have lived apart probably most of the time for a long time, maybe the yeah. last 16 years or something like that. Yeah. So, you know, obviously when she was secretary of state, she was traveling all over the world, stuff like that. So, yeah, I mean, they she, aren't, she I don't just know, seems I don't know so about their marriage, independent. I can't speculate on it, but yeah, yeah, you're right, yeah. they're not real close, but it's still unseemly, I guess is the problem. Like, do you really want to get into the, I mean, it's 300 million people in this country, and like, you can't avoid having a spouse, not even a cousin, just a spouse of the previous president. 
Well, yeah. It seems amazing well, even to if me. they, yeah, and even if they weren't close, like Ernest weren't as close as the Bush Boys were, um, even just using the name Clinton, I guess, is you know, yeah, kind of proves what you're saying, or like illustrates what you're saying. Like, if they're not close at all, yet she can still use this last name to gain power. That's not a good thing. Yeah, 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 and that's well, and that's I think the main concern about the Clinton Foundation was like, um, let's say they have they don't get money. There's no secret, you know, backdoor kickback to them. It's totally legit and uh, on the up and up as a charity, but it does enhance their uh, influence or their people's esteem for them or whatever. Like it does look goofy because like you have this way to give the clintons sort of money that's not a political contribution per se but uh maybe it gets you more access i don't know and so that's that's a concern because this whole clinton foundation it's bill's foundation that's what's funny about this whole thing it's not hers and so we only got into this question on this latest scandal because she's married to a former president and uh it's definitely very funky so you know i don't know i think people who are up and comers who might be in power couples or whatever <laughs> might yeah. take a, a cue from this to avoid these kinds of uh, entanglements in the future. Well, yeah, but, but I mean, then you got to think, well, okay, well, what if Michelle ran? I don't think Michelle would get the same heat that Hillary's getting because yeah, people really, not, people actually. really love her. And like, but that's, that's another thing. I think that it, I think it really does have a lot to do with, or it has a significant amount to do with the prejudice people have against women in this country. And because her voice is kind of shrill and that's like people use the, those words like shrill and hysterical and they're sexist words. It's almost like saying somebody looks like a thug, you know what I mean? Uh It's like coded language, but her, you know, like she kind of embodies something that a lot of men like hate about women, unfortunately. And, uh, and I, I, I can't help but think when I see what's happening to Hillary, I can't help but think of what has happened to Barack Obama with some of his opposition that he got, which seems like mm, there's something else going on here, you know? Yeah. I, I, I think that's definitely legitimate. Like you can't paint everyone with that brush, but I think to deny that as an explanation for part of what's happening and what we observe surrounding president obama you would be naive to say oh then racism has nothing to do with it i think it's like, easier really? <laughs> to den- i think it's easier to deny sexism than it is to deny the racism though you yeah know? well and and to be honest having a woman president seems like it's way past due for the u.s like yeah. even the brits had margaret thatcher 30 years ago yeah right? so well yeah is, and even though or, it's easier to deny the racism than den- like it's but I still think it's, it would be even, I think sexism is even more, in a lot of ways, more prevalent than racism. I mean, like, fuck, man, black men got had the right to vote before white women did, you know? It's like, that's kind of crazy to me because people forget how marginalized women are in this culture. I mean, like, even women are so marginalized that when men take on perceived feminine roles they're you know there's a whole word for it it's, they're emasculated it's like a depressing yeah. terrible thing you know what i mean and it's not even yeah. like when a, a white guy tries to you know act like a black guy they're ridiculed but if a if a man try has to like stay at home be a stay-at-home dad they have to like you know make sure his moods are okay so he doesn't kill himself you know <laughs> like that's you know yeah i i think uh I think you're right about that. I've heard, have you ever heard a woman say something like she or he needs to grow a pair or quit being a girl? <laughs> Isn't that oh, weird? Yeah. It, it is totally weird. And I've heard that. You know, there was a Super Bowl commercial uh, two years ago. I don't know if you remember it. I don't know if you watched the commercial. But it was such a good commercial. They had these uh, women in front of a camera and they said uh, it was like, you know, older women like, 20s 30s and they said okay uh you know uh, pretend like you're doing this and this and this now pretend like you're running 
now run like a girl and then they would like kind of run all weird and they're like okay now throw now throw like a girl and they throw all week and then they had like they showed a video of little girls they asked the little girls the same question they'd be like okay run like a girl and then they like these little girls like sprinted as hard as they could because like they had they hadn't been exposed to like this is a negative thing you know uh-huh. or, like and it was kind of this beautiful moment you know and um i don't know um i wish i was more prepared for a talk on sexism i probably should have been but <laughs> <laughs> but i really yeah. i really think that that um i think the the whole the whole sex thing um this election is kind of being swept under the rug there's there's people don't seem to be harping on it um there was some as, group some pack that was running an ad uh of women reading quotes trump's quotes about women from the past that mm-hmm. was pretty hard-hitting but that's been a while since you know i don't know if that's like, still she's going gonna, on or not but, but like she's gonna be she has like a 90 percent chance of being the first woman president in the uh, in united states history that's a, a unbelievable you know ceiling that is broken you know shattered by hillary and i i don't know um i think it'll be uh yeah i don't know well yeah so um do you think do you think it would be this difficult for any woman or is is it more difficult for hillary so i haven't really had a different chance to see i think hillary and bodies like the uh like barack obama is black you know what i mean but he went to harvard and he was raised by a white woman in hawaii he's yeah he's from chicago where he worked but he's not from like he wasn't like born and raised in chicago yeah but i think the equivalent of hillary winning the presidency would be like some inner city black kid from chicago winning the presidency do you know Mm -hmm. what i mean by that um, yeah, I, I I get you. Yeah, and like, I I don't know. I I really feel like sexism is just so ingrained in everything that we do, and it's and it's the differences between men and women are much greater than the differences between black people and white people. That is you true. Know? And so, well, and that's that's the question is because I think I I'm in a position. Um, and I told my wife to agree with me on it too. Um, that <laughs> that's a joke. Um, that <laughs> some of what gets painted as sexism is an ideological denial of human biology, <laughs> right? And it's so weird because weird because like I generally agree with the feminist project, like you know, um, using uh, biological sex as a as a means of domination is not just right. It's not mm. right. It shouldn't happen. Um, but what's weird is when you're not allowed to acknowledge the reason for that happening historically, which is to has to do with the fact that men are physiologically more powerful and also don't have to worry about pregnancy. Right. And so like it couldn't, it's very, it'd be very difficult to argue that it could be the other way. Um, so you have to kind of like have, I think, a uh, a right attitude that's informed by reality, <laughs> which well, yeah. is, is difficult. You know? I mean, it's For like, real, yeah, so. but that, that's like understanding the context of a, you know, a problem in or, and then I, I like to understand those contexts because it makes it easier to put your prejudices aside, you know what I mean? But then yeah. I think a lot of people would be like, yeah. So yeah, we were right about yeah. being sexist. No, that, and I, you're you right. Know? That is the danger because if you say, well, you know, yes, men are stronger than women, and they only dominated historically because of that fact, then they're like, yeah, hoorah, yeah, whatever. see, you know, like, and it's like, well, they have other the strengths. You know, I like to tell people this, or I like to do this little uh, game. I, this game I play with people when I'm around men and women. Sometimes, I'll I'll uh, I'll be. A, especially when they're talking about the differences in men and women, I'll say, if it's a dude or a girl, it doesn't matter. But I'll say it to you. I'll do the game to you. Okay, so, Nate, did you know that women can think about more than one thing at a time? And just let that sink in for a second, because 
men, most men, we can think about a lot. It doesn't mean that women are smarter, but like when you do anything at home, like if you're drilling in something or doing some a complex task, it's like A B C D E F G H I J. You know these steps one after another. But you're not thinking. You're not superimposing two layers of film on top of each other. You know what I mean? Yeah. To gain a picture, and I I say that to men. They're like, what? What do you mean? <laughs> like feeling sad and happy at the same time and i'm like exactly that's exactly <laughs> what i mean and then the opposite is true if there's a woman around i'll say and then all the women listening i'll be like women did you know that men can only think about one thing at a time and they're like oh <laughs> i think <laughs> oh. people don't understand that about the other other uh the other sex and it's unfortunate because there's serious advantages to both ways mm-hmm. of thinking As, uh, one more thing like there's a big sexism problem in silicon valley i don't know if you knew about this yeah. <laughs> a big I, one I a, a really big one and there is this horror story and I, don't, I can't cite it so it's just anecdotal story i read somewhere um but this woman was getting interviewed at a high-profile tech company, and the um, uh, it was like a horror story interview. And the guy said, "Oh well, you know, for this uh, it, the, this position, we're actually looking for um, a man because men have mastered uh, linear thinking." I was like, <laughs> but that's exactly what I'm talking about. That's the point A to point B thinking, uh-huh. one thing at a time, linear thinking. And you dis you and then men have the tendency to disregard anything else that's not linear thinking. It's like, well, you don't have linear thinking; you have circular thinking. You can think about. I, I mean, it just kind of. I say those words, thinking about more than one thing at the same time, and I just have to believe that that actually happens because I can't actually do it. You yeah, know? I'm with you on that. We a few years ago, um, we got to meet someone through a church who had written about children's developmental uh, brain development. And she was talking about how with little boys, like why, like there, there is fact and science behind the fact that little boys who are five can't sit through, sit in a desk all day long, you know, in mm-hmm. kindergarten and uh, think questions about, you know, should you delay your child's start? in kindergarten or if you have an option between half day and full day, should you maybe choose half day instead of full day, stuff like that. And the other thing that, that comes up and I feel this feeling too, when like we're trying to do something, like we're, we're trying to get out the door and go camping or something. And my wife will be like, okay, we need to do this, 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 all these things. And I'm just like, can you just tell me one thing at a time? Yeah. It just looks <laughs> just one, work on one step. thing at a time. So one thing you can just like give me a goddamn list, list or something. Can you write a list yeah. down, and I'll it, do it one thing at a time because I just can't. <laughs> like I can't I, do it. You cannot so. do it. See, has anybody ever told you that she can think about more than one thing at a time? That she's actually processing all of. That's why I think that's why women cry all the time, man. Because <laughs> like <laughs> they they understand what's going on in the world more than just one little thing after another it's just like one huge overwhelming process of information <laughs> you know it's like that's a trip i love that it blows my mind it ex- i think that if you it, if you can admit that that uh yes generally women think like that and men think like this i think women would be much better leaders than men are and in my personal experience I've either gotten fired from or have uh, seriously butted heads with every male boss that I've ever had and have had very good relationships with like every female boss I've ever had. Let me think back on my bosses, female bosses. I've had some good ones. I've had some yeah. solid, uh, some solid bosses. Yeah. But uh, yeah, you and I used to work together. Yeah. You know, that's right. Yeah. So, uh, back in the day. Yeah. We had I- some pretty decent folks, you know. Actually, yeah, you know that's true. That the uh, the Twalton Hills Parks and Recreation District. I don't know if they have the same leadership there, but pretty much all the pools and the whole aquatics district were were run by really strong women. 
you know, yeah. and they did a really good job. They were winning national awards, like, but I really, I really respect all those women. Big shout out, Margaret Keene, uh, <laughs> Sharon Hoffmeister, uh, Lori, uh, oh man, Lori Conlin. Yeah. I love those people. women. Huge influence. Margaret Time, Ke- time has gone by. I'll, a lot of those people have moved on, but. Uh, oh, really? Well, they probably listen. I'm sure that they do. Did I say Margaret Keene? I don't know. You did. I, you I just, did. I love those women a lot. And because they're strong women that are good leaders. And so personally, I, I look at this campaign. I'm like, okay, Hillary's taking a lot of shit right now. I think I just have a feeling once she gets in there, she might be the best president we've ever had because of that way of thinking, you know? And I don't mm-hmm. know that for sure, I, this is, but I just have a gut feeling that it'll she'll open the eyes of a lot of men and women, too. A lot of women uh, would disagree with me, and a lot of women, uh, you know. I know some, some women do, do not want a woman president. Mm-hmm. Um, they're com- more comfortable with, with just having men in in that kind of leadership role. So yeah, maybe maybe that would be uh, part of the the flip of the coin too. Um, yeah, I. It's weird, like what we expect from a president because there's not a lot to their job. Sometimes, mm-hmm. <laughs> a lot of their job is. I mean, if you read the Constitution, all they do is sign bills. Basically, <laughs> like, they preside. <laughs> they 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 run the they're the commander in chief of the military which if the military's not at war then you know whatever that means um they sign bills um they can sign treaties but not actually ratify them um and other things like this but a lot of what makes us think a president is good is um the more uh, leadership meta ability and this is where uh it's so funny when they're just talking about speeches at the conventions and everyone's excited and grading the speeches. And I'm like, just think about objectively. The speech does not matter. Like it's totally irrelevant. Giving a speech is not important, but at the same time it kind of is because a lot of what we expect from a president and what makes us remember a president fondly. I'm looking at you, Ronald Reagan is that speaking ability and communicating with people and and working with people in congress and stuff like that which is um a skill that is you know i think i think women can do pretty well at that kind of stuff um well, like know, sets at, a tone is it like the coach are they like the coach of america like you, they're, yeah. they are kind of like america's coach yeah, yeah. so it's like, but like you a, need that you good coach admit, like nancy pelosi people don't like her but she like somehow got obamacare through the house like Oh yeah, you know she talks about how she has her mom voice. Or whatever she yeah, no, that. that's my congresswoman right there. Love Nancy. Nan- love, you Nancy love Nancy Pelosi. I live a, so I live less than a mile away from Nancy Pelosi Boulevard. Uh oh, <laughs> they have a Nancy Pol- Pelosi Boulevard now. Yeah, in Golden Gate Park, it's like right there on the entrance. So, right aren't they kind of worried that like she'll be subsequently disgraced and they'll have a mess on their hands? Oh, San Francisco doesn't think uh, that yeah, far ahead. They're, they had like, it before I was even there. When I moved to San Francisco, they already oh, had Nancy Pelosi. That's crazy. <laughs> anyway, yeah, but yeah. So yeah, Google everyone who's listening. Google why do people hate Hillary Clinton? And there's like a million articles because the one thing everyone knows is a lot of people, even Democrats, hate Hillary Clinton. And number two is we don't really get why. I mean, there's reasons why, but like you don't know what's the anima- animating under uh, like uh, thing that's bubbling up to cause it, and it's amazing. But yeah. uh, I don't know. Yeah, she's well, just kind of boring. <laughs> yeah, she's kind of boring. But I think maybe that's what would make her a good leader. She's. I mean, she knows her policy. Nobody yeah, can say she that does. she doesn't she's know policy. Like, she understands yep. government. She knows everything that she. She needs knows to how know to cross about. the aisle. You know, she actually had really, really high approval ratings when she left the Senate in New York, and much higher than when she got into the Senate in New York. And yeah. um, and uh, among senators, actually, a lot of the senators that are like crucifying her right now actually you know had high approval ratings of her before she became secretary of the state and i think that she has that ability to you know reach across the aisle it's much more socially acceptable to to 
denigrate her for being a woman than it would be for, to denigrate Barack Obama for being black. You know what I mean? And that's good. Mm-hmm. That's frustrating to see. You know, it's like, mm-hmm. man, some of the T-shirts at Trump rallies, they wouldn't. I mean, they do have really fucked up stuff about Barack Obama that you'd see every once in a while, but you see the Hillary stuff everywhere. It's just like sexist, sexual T-shirts yeah. and stuff like that. Was it Rand like Paul that? who made a joke that they'd have to have a second Air Force One for baggage? <sighs> yeah. He's <laughs> like, really? <laughs> yeah. Like, this really? stuff is normal. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like it's not it's not even whispered to like your friends as a funny joke, you know. It's like, you know, this is a normal. Everybody get is in on this joke, right? It's like, yeah. Ugh. Ugh. So I don't know. All I'm saying is, I want people to dislike Hillary for the right reasons. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> well, that's a good. That's <laughs> and, a good and to be reason. Honest, like, if you look at the grand scheme of things, and this is where Trump's rhetoric is so hilarious. I mean, so point A. You always use ridiculous rhetoric when attacking your opponent in politics. That's just how it is. But like when he says things like, um, the Trump, uh, what was it? The Clinton Foundation is the most corrupt charity of all time. Or like, uh, Clinton's, uh, Clinton's email server is like the worst corruption scandal in American history. I'm like, that doesn't even make sense at all. Like, it's not even in the top, like, 20 you know what i mean like it's ridiculous and so like people just blow it out of proportion like maybe we have a low bar in american presidential politics but nothing she's done is so bad that it is worse than what has been done and accepted like by other people so i don't know you know if you want to vote for hillary then go for it that's fine so i don't know the odds are right now clinton's gonna win so we'll uh we'll see what happens and yeah uh, there'll just be some sad people for a few days and people all the people be walking around with their hat in their hand saying i had one job and that was to prevent hillary clinton from becoming president she's the president well i mean and, this, uh, yeah it'll it'll set a trajectory on for this country i mean for decades and decades with their supreme court nominations that she'll get i mean it's it's uh it's huge you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, it's a it's a big deal, and that's part of you know part of the appeal for Trump is like, uh, well, the Supreme Court. Uh, so, you know, yeah. <laughs> just forget everything else, just the Supreme Court. Yeah, you're just electing a guy whose only job is to nominate Supreme Court <laughs> justices. Yeah, <laughs> not that it really matters. I mean, two of the most liberal people on, or two liberal appointees have been appointed by Reagan and. Uh, yeah no there's been yeah there's not really been some drift i guess they're judges they they like to keep their you know their branch of power powerful too you know what i mean they're they're not gonna bow down to legislatures and executors executors and legislators yeah all right man i don't know i don't know if we figured out hillary i don't think we unraveled her or or america's relationship with her but we 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 peeled back one layer of the onion at least. So well, yeah. we're doing well, at good. least at least now we all know that women can think about more than one thing at a time and men think about one thing at a time. And that you know that's a step. Yeah. That's a step. It's at least something. It's a consolation It's a consolation prize. For, prize. For and not solving I'm the pretty Hillary sure we're gonna have Hillary on the show after she wins. So uh Well yeah. yeah. I'm pretty I'm sure we will. actually I'm gonna give a donation to the Clinton Foundation. Yeah. And then see if we can get her on the show. Let's see if I'll, that works. I'll, I already did, so I'll just call her and see if I can have just a meeting. Like, hey, baby. <laughs> hey, what's up, baby? Remember that? <laughs> That's not uh, sexist, right? Remember that ten dollars? <laughs> I call everybody, baby, baby. I call it. I'm an equal opportunity, baby, baby. Yeah. <laughs> That's right, baby. Uh, <laughs> Get her on uh, yeah. the phone and say I gave ten bucks. Get on the show. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, she does it for other people, so. Yeah, get her on here so she can explain herself. We're children of the 90s. Yeah. So she owes us, I guess. Yeah, that's right. We were there and... uh, We were there. So, yeah. All right, Hillary. I like her new haircut. It's like, I like your new haircut, Hillary. Come in. Buddy podcast. Be one of our buddies. (laughs) Be one of our buddies. We'll talk about policy stuff or law. We'll have a co-podcast, because I guess she has one of her own now. Oh, really? 
Yeah, breaking all sorts of barriers. Dang, the podcasting uh, glass ceiling. Now podcasting is broken into the presidency, potentially. So Yeah, it's the new Twitter, I guess. (laughs) It's the new radio. It is the new radio. Yeah. All right, man. uh, Well, uh, Clyde Drexler episode. It's a good one. Number Clyde, 22. Uh, has nothing to do with Clyde, but uh, 22, 22. Anything that's got 22 on it is good. So Yeah. All right. Buddy Podcast. Bye.